Oh What's up, gosh. everybody, and welcome to Pillow Talk Moments with you, the Mobley. Y'all, there's something wrong with y'all, too. Your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all, and I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley Jr. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Da-da-da-da-da, I'm loving us. Hey, Mob. What's up, baby? Happy day. This a happy day, huh? Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy. I don't, I don't, I can't, I'm my bad. I started, this song. I started this song. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Just All that fast and left. Repeat, repeat the same thing. But I felt like I started off in the wrong key. You probably did. That probably, that probably, you probably said, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. It was a happy day. Day. When Jesus washed. When Jesus hey, y'all know the people that make their voice shake like this? When Jesus washed. But I don't think they have to do their neck like when that. Jesus when Jesus washed. When Jesus washed. He washed my sins away. Oh, happy day. I don't think they do that. <laughs> <laughs> How they do this? It's some, I, it's some people. It's some people to do it like that. They, they shake it, their bottom lip. That's how they vibrate. Dead. Their voice. Is that a part of singing? Vibrato. What it's called? Vibrato. Oh, that sounds like a, something to put on at night. <laughs> I said nothing about nobody. <laughs> this is not my move. I stole this from. I can't man. stand y'all. I cannot stand y'all. <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> so like wrong something with you y'all. put on at night time. Donnie say, I that ain't no song. Where you be at? I don't know. I know I ain't never heard that. She said, I'm going to spank on the chandeliers. I'm going to live life like it doesn't exist. <laughs> you done fell off the chandelier and hurt yourself. And you like this on the floor. Baby, that tape is real nice. You like this on the floor. Every now and then. Babe. You know what it's called? It's called. Babe. Huh? I like your tape. Thank you, babe. Your hair looks real nice, real neat. Thank you. So most of y'all probably knew I had it up a little bit. And I was going to cut it off. But I felt like I did a great achievement. That's the first time I've ever had my hair like that. Um, I felt pretty good about it. And then I found myself in the mirror saying, I can't get my hair to do right. It actually looked good. It just took you a long time in the morning. See? See how she looked? That's the look she used to give me. We got his and hers. So I used to be in the mirror like this. I can't get it to, to do right. And she used to be like this. Because it was taking a long time. Mob, I got to go to work. <laughs> Listen, y'all about to get these car chronicles. Because we about to be carpooling until... Because my car is, is down and we've decided... It ain't down. It's actually for sale. Right. Well, it's 2006. It's you can't tell. They already know. You done said it's down. It's not right. down. No, I mean, it's, it's still drivable. Some, it needs some needs stuff done to it. needs a minor repair. And we're but not it's doing just anything time. else. Yeah. It's just and time. So, we're not putting new struts, new shocks, new everything. Engine, all kind of stuff done been. My daddy put an engine in the car. But it looks uh, really nice. And so we know we're going to find a good buyer. And I, yo, so y'all pray my strength because I'm going to be carpooling with him until. It's a 2006 Cadillac DTS. 
but it only got 135 miles. And she's sexy red. 135,000 miles on her. Red with the tan, tan top. Top probably needs to be redone, but it still look good. Mm-hmm. It ain't tore up or nothing. It's just old. So. But we're going to see it. Strong inbox me. Hit me up at www.momentswiththemobiles.com. To buy it. Amen. Also, <clears throat> hit us up to watch these here podcasts. Pillow Talk. Night Night. Chop It Up. Get Ready With Me. Get Ready With Me. And where can they go? What you working with. Come here. Holler at me and let me... T- that ain't one. www.momentswiththemobiles.com <laughs> is our, is our uh, oh. website. You all can go there and find everything. All things uh, Mobleys. All things Mobleys. what we Mobleys. really need y'all to do tonight, uh, for anybody that's on here, tell your friends to tell a friend to tell their friend, is to go to YouTube. We're trying to get our subscribership up. Patreon. Go to YouTube and, and click on YouTube. Uh, subscribe. And share it with your friends and your families. And as I- well as Patreon, Patreon, Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash moments with the Mobleys and go sign up. I've been saying, what's up, Patreon? She said, I'm saying it wrong, but she just said that. I was saying Patreon.com. I know that it's patrons. Hey, patrons. Thank y'all for tuning in to see this this foolery that goes on. You ready to talk about some things? Ooh, I was about to say something to you just now. What? Your foolery that goes on. You have no comeback for it. Babe. I was the person who had never had a comeback for what people talked right. about me. So they said stuff. What's your big head? I just say, what's your big head? Just say you what ready? they say and say it louder. That's all. You ready? You ready? Yeah. I'm just a bachelor. I don't know why you want to be genuine. Tonight. No, I'm not. Babe. Are you losing yourself in your relationship? Which relationship? We gonna take Excuse a me. quick break. No, 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 no. Excuse me. I, I got more. I got a relationship with Mama. I got a relationship with Jay. What you talking about? We talking about marital relationships. That's what you, you need about, to say. You about to get your no neck cut. <laughs> That's what's about. To That's happen. what you need to say. Specify. 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 Be specific. Be specific. Right. Y'all, we're going to stop playing because what we're talking about tonight is codependency. Hey, hey come, come here. You need to stop moving. Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of him, y'all. Somebody come look, and get him. Look. You need to, that Somebody was, that was come much. and get him. That was too much. Listen. That was too much. I need you to tighten up. So listen, we're talking about codependency tonight. And at one point, I think I was a little codependent at one point. This was a long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Okay? Babe, Mm-mm. this was a long time ago. So listen, the term codependency is thrown around often. But what make what does it mean when it comes to romantic relationships? Codependency shows up differently in romantic relationships than it does when discussed in association with substance abuse. Okay? Mm-hmm. Guys, we, we, we are on Gottman.com. This is the article that we were reading about codependency in relationships. So it says, healthy, loving relationships thrive on together, togetherness, 
support for one another, but what happens when it impedes one partner's individuality, okay? So we're going to give y'all a few signs tonight of, we're talking about codependency tonight. In a marital relationship. In the marital, in the marital relationship. Just not in any relationship. Right. Because she's at like, she the only marital relationship I had. Let me take that back. She had like, I'm, she the only relationship I have. She's a marital. She's my wife. She's the queen of my life. You saw how that, she's my queen. She's my wife. She's the, I messed that up. Until death do us part. You always talk about somebody dying. So, the first <laughs> sign is you're unable to make decisions without input from your partner. So what what in essence I'm I'm just gonna and, and, and I'll let you go in just a second. So what this that was your way of telling me to shut up for a minute. No, just hold up for a second. <laughs> y'all saw it. Y'all, she told me to shut up for a y'all, minute. Y'all saw it. Y'all saw it. <laughs> he tested me no, tonight, y'all. No, hold up he for a minute. Let me read. He then I'm gonna let you go. See how she said I wasn't gonna even say nothing just like she No, hold up for a minute. Let me say that. I shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't stand you. Listen, Go so ahead. what it's talking about is saying like um healthy relationships where you value your partner's input and their opinion. That's not what we're talking about, guys. We're talking about you being in a relationship and like you not being able to make a decision. Make a decision on your own at all about anything that is going on in the relationship. Example. Hey, how you doing? Um, how much some shoes is right now? For real? Yeah, I like them. Hold on for a minute. Hey, babe. Hey, they got these shoes, right? They're real tight. They blue. You don't think I should? All right. Yeah, she she said I don't need to get them. It's that part. Not being able to decide anything without their input, your, your spouse's input, is that's a sign. Of, of codependency. All right. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You, I ain't shut up so you can finish. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Because you already know who you're married to. So a lot of a lot of the financials. So in our marriage, the financials went back and forth for a while. Because mm-hmm. it was, you know, I was strong at it one moment. You were strong at another moment, whatever. So now you've pretty much taken the helm of it and you do it the most. So is it codependent? For when something happens financially, and like sometimes I call you and say, "Hey, babe, I'm about to get such and such and such. We good?" Is that being codependent, or is that just being what is that being? I don't think that's being codependent because you don't do that every time. You just the only time that I find that you do that is when I be like, "Okay, babe, it's tight. You know, it's tight. Uh, you know, we had some other responsibilities pressing, yeah, or just whatever," and I'll say. You know, just kind of, you know, ease up <laughs> for the next two weeks. That and you'll be said. like, all right, I, you know, I am or whatever. Or in that case, I'll be like, I come to you and I say, oh, I break down to you, you know, what all I've done, you know, what I've paid mm. um, that that was pressing for us or what, what came out of this week's checks, what we got, you know, on the side, what we got, you know, and we're trying to do more things um, with our cash apps, you know, yeah. so we won't have to bother the, the funds that are in the main account for the bills and stuff like that. Right. But that's the only time, you know, you know, it's not like, no, codependency is saying, 
hey, baby, is it all right if I get, you know, get these, like you just said, get these shoes? You think I should get them? What you think? Baby, I was going to get a burger for lunch, but I think I want a sub. What you think? Baby, such and such and such. I was going, you know, my, my, my co-worker asked me to go, go out to eat with him, but I don't really want to go. But what you think? Like everything requires your spouse's. That probably don't happen. Co-signing. Co-worker probably like, hey, you want to go to lunch? Yeah, we can go. We got to go someplace. Don't worry about it. Have some lunch. What? What you heard? <laughs> he gonna end up. He gonna end up at a lake. <laughs> you, you gotta stop up, saying you gonna, that. You gonna end up in that tub like that man on. Um, you gotta stop was, saying that. Was it Diary of a Mad Black Woman? <laughs> when she pushed him in that in that tub, <laughs> blowing bubbles. You keep right on. You keep right on. So listen, maybe you seek their approval because you don't feel confident enough to decide on your own, or maybe you seek guidance because they require it. Oh, Either that was situation, funny. I need you to be present in this I'm, moment. I'm good. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say president. that. <laughs> right. I didn't, I didn't, I'm sorry. Y'all, I didn't. him and our producer over there having a whole nother conversation. Like legit, both, I'm about to put both of them out in the studio. I'm about to put both of y'all out. <laughs> All right. Alright, uh, that was a good movie though. That was a good movie. It was. It was a good movie. But that was. was funny though. But he wouldn't have pulled me out that, of the he house. Was in that like that. Like... Y'all sick. <laughs> Y'all, it take us forever to oh. record one episode because Johnny and, and uh, Jay play too much. Oh man. So listen, Laughter baby. Is good for the heart. But listen, it's it good is. For it's good soul. for the soul. But listen, so what? What is breaking down and saying is that um, maybe you date one spouse. You know, seeks and, and and it didn't specify if it was the male or the female mm. as the codependent one. Maybe you maybe you seek their approval because you don't feel confident enough to make a decision, confident enough to make a decision on your own, or maybe you seek guidance because they require it. So it says either situation stifles your personal growth. It's like you can't make a decision about what yogurt you want to buy. You you understand what I'm saying? You can't yeah. make a decision about what shirt you want to get, or if you want to go to the store, or if you want to go. You know what I'm saying? You you require your spouse's um, opinion or decision making on everything that you do. It says when others always decide for you, it doesn't allow you to be successful and prove to yourself that you're capable. Do you? I think sometimes, but I think sometimes that situation happens and people don't really know it. Because mm-hmm. if because you know back in the day, <clears throat> men went out and they worked. They mm-hmm. they found a career. They worked. They brought home the money. The the wife stayed home. She was a home wife. Excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. she took care of the kids, made sure his food was cooked, everything. Didn't too much worry about the bills, so she paid all right. the bills. And it's it's actually been situations to where, you know, God forbid, something the wife hap- something happens to the wife, where and on her daily, the daily task that she do is paying bills and, you know, knowing numbers and. Knowing what to pay on what and what not to pay on and what we done finished paying on all this other stuff, knowing account numbers, knowing you know pens and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and something happens to the wife and the and the man can't do nothing mm-hmm. because he's just never taking part in nothing. Right. So is that being codependent or is that more like a partnership? I think with that, that's more like a partnership because I think what they're really putting out here in this one about this first sign. Is this is not being able to decide anything without their partner's input? Mm. You know what I'm saying? 
because for a while, you know, I was the stay at home mom and you took care of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you would, we would have a conversation about, you know, what was, what we paid on this week, you know, what we did. Yeah. You know, what was we what we were planning on doing. We're gonna put this aside because we're planning on, you know, taking the girls somewhere or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There was communication going on. Not a me always calling you to get my input about everything. Yeah. Because I couldn't make a decision. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I think that that's what the difference is in that. You know, it's not a matter of you saying you better call me and tell me everything. Because that can be a sign too. You better call me and tell me everything. That that ain't abuse. Well, yes, that's low key, and I think they talk about it in here. Yeah, okay. but go ahead and finish reading what you read. Um. Okay, so it says when others decide for you, as we said before, it doesn't allow you to be successful and prove to yourself that you're capable of making those decisions, no matter how big or small. Basically, that's what it's saying. Okay, so not sign number two, and we talked about this, y'all, and and. I asked you a question, but I'll read it first and then we can talk about what we were talking about with this. It says, you do everything together and it puts everything in all caps. When you first met, you probably had separate hobbies, friends, and interests. However, now you only rely on each other's company for entertainment and leisure activities. The transition into new relationships can disturb the frequency at which you engage with others, but it should not discontinue them altogether. In other words, you drop everything you're doing like all the time to be with this, with this, uh, you know, with your spouse. Um, in healthy relationships, each partner can have their own set of friends, interests, and hobbies. Now, I don't know about that own set of friends, and maybe I'm thinking of it, you know, in in a, a different way, or maybe I'm, um, I think what they're saying in this is that you do everything. Because you are codependent on your spouse and you never do anything outside of being with your spouse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think that can that can actually develop from um a male stepping out on his wife. So a male stepping out on his wife to try to gain the trust back, it's almost like it's a it's a momentary time of the woman not trusting him and he's having to be in her eyesight at all times. And then she still don't even trust that, that a hundred percent. But what if that gets to a place to where it's been going on two, three, four years It's working for them from his perspective, it's working because he's getting closer. She's not talking about it that much no more. And they're moving on to new things. So he feels like I got to stay doing this exact same thing. And it turns into a codependent thing. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I don't know if that's what they're talking about here. Because you here say, there's... You say I'm going too far to the left? Well, it, there, that wasn't a catalyst for why, what was going on yeah, here with them. Yeah. Every, you know, every, doing all everything all, all the time, all together and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Because even with, you know, even with us, you know, we do... We're together a lot because we we're the only two living here. Um, we're now we're carpooling, so we're together then and together coming home, and basically we work and come home work on you know work on the podcast. You're crazy. Work you on the podcast smiling. because it's just us in here, and work on the podcast. And so we, our when our, our down our downtime 
we together. We together because we like hanging out. However, Mr. Mobley went to Atlanta by himself last weekend, and I first, at first I felt some type of way. Do you think that was a little bit of codependency on my part? Because you, you, we go I'm everywhere I'm so used together. to being, you know, with him. Yeah, we're not going somewhere, like, literally. So, she's my manager. I'm, like, her assistant manager when she do stuff. So, and then she's my wife, and I'm her husband. So, we go somewhere as husband and wife. We go somewhere as she my manager doing something. If Rather, it's regardless of what I'm doing, and then vice versa. So, it's like, we kind of, we kind of... It's set up for us to do a lot of stuff together. But here's my thing. She my best friend. Yeah. And we laugh. We have fun, as y'all can see. So, I mean, I have fun with, with you know, my friends. My friend that I went to go see this weekend, Clint. Um, I got another friend, Frank. You know, a couple other guys that I, I hang with and can laugh with. Um, Jay. But at the end of the day, I love the fact that I can – Live with her, be with her all the time, lay with her, and laugh with her. I love that. Because some jokers, they got a couple of areas that they cool with their wife in, and the mother areas, they don't. So, but yeah. I'm good. I'm good in all the areas. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hey, of course, we're not talking. I said I'm good in all the areas. And I'm great in all the areas. You just say something then. You know what? <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> But I think what they're saying is, you know, you you neglect doing other things with other people because you feel like you have to do everything with your spouse. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's maybe the difference in that. So every time I say something, you keep like telling me that, that that's not what they're talking about, baby. No, I understand exactly what you're saying. But I'm just I'm, saying, I'm, I guess what I'm no, trying I to do what... is is have this real life incident. Uh, examples, examples of how it to could how turn into yeah, something because absolutely. of a catalyst of some but, sort. But but that catalyst is the fact that she don't trust him because he stepped out on. Yeah. So now you you have to pretty much do gain what needs to be back. done, right, to gain the trust back. But what if it stays like that? And if it ever well, moves, then it's tur- that's going to turn into something else. Okay. Them not being together, maybe eventually, or them getting to the point to where now he. You know, she ain't got a husband, rebelling. but she got a you, you got a child. a child that you're trying to control because of that one mistake. If it's not dealt with, you know, if both decide to work on the relationship mm-hmm. in a healthy way, you know, okay, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I get what you're saying, babe. I do. Okay, so sign number three: you're afraid to say no to your partner. Now, this this was the part that you brought up the abuse. And so that's what it's basically saying. The other, on the flip side, that's what it's saying. But just, it says there could be several reasons why you feel afraid to say no to your partner. The fear of rejection. And if you do not comply, you feel like their love and admiration is conditional on your compliance. You are so concerned about what your spouse says and you are afraid to say no to them. Let's, let's use this first example. There's no abuse there. Okay. Okay. There's no abuse there, mm-hmm. um, but you feel a guilt if you were to tell your spouse, spouse no. Or, I'm talking real life, I might not get none if I say no. 
Are you withholding to control your man? No. I would never do that. I ain't talking about you. That was oh. just a question. Oh, that was a general question. Because <laughs> 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 so I, I don't. No. She don't. No, but I'm just saying, <clears throat> do you do that? Do do you withhold to control your spouse? Some women do use it as as a as a method of control. Yeah. Yeah. But it says if you do not comply, you feel like their love and admiration is conditional on you always saying yes. So yeah. that one you know, that one part that one partner partner, whether it be the man or the or the or the husband or the wife. They they're they feel like if I tell you no, then you know you're not going to love me or you're not going to you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not going to look good in your eyesight if if I tell you're you no. You're not going to be happy. Right. Be right. 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 You're going to be acting funny. Right. You ain't going to put on that thing. I like you in the night. Let me go. Ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. To all that. But then just not talking about sexual stuff. I know. But you are. I can't. You get a deep cleaning done to your teeth and you don't know how to close your mouth. That's fine. That's real nice. I always, had, real a nice, nice. I always had a nice smile. You always did and I was that always coffee. most proud of you. Coffee kind of did a little something. It, it tinted the teeth. Yeah. So we had to get that deep cleaning on in there. You got to tell all my business. Keep on with No, I'm just saying teeth. I'm not uncovering you, baby. That's a good thing. Deep cleaning. Because they look real nice. I can't. So, okay, so now we're going to the flip side of it. Or you experienced abuse in the past. So now you brought those Tendencies. feelings, right? Those feelings of, you know, not being wanted, not being loved, being taken advantage of, being abused, and you moved into this relationship. And that person may not be an abuser that you're with now, but you still feel like that because. You haven't gotten over, released what happened in the past relationship. Yeah, and your perspective when you not when when you when you don't get over something, if it's still fresh <laughs> in your mind, then it's easy for your perspective to for you to see everything like that as, right as a sign as a a residue. That's of like that. you're moving your hand just now, and if I flinch, I'm so used to getting hit. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? Or I'm so used to. That's, to, a, that's a good example. That's good. That's yeah. real. You like that? I did. Got some dollars for it? I sure do. All right. I got a black card. Sandobo. Mm-hmm. I want you to say that. Let's say you focus. You're going to put that white robe on? I say Sandobo all night. With them earrings in that field. I'm not putting Okay, on okay, okay. Let's be focused. <laughs> so it says, no is not a dirty word in a healthy relationship. And it's not. It sure not. If you notice that we say no feel, to each other all the time. We do. And do. And does. If you notice that you feel anxious when you say no to your partner, it could be a sign of codependency. Mm. And it doesn't specify what they're talking about or what you say no to. It's just saying that if you are afraid to say no to your, your partner, it because of... You know, those reasons, or if you notice that you feel anxious about it, it could be a sign of the codependency. Mm. Again, it could be something that you experienced in another relationship and and are now bringing it into this relationship. Or it could be, you know, if it's abuse, go get some help, sis or bro. Like, yeah, because that, like I said, that's not what they went into, but they're saying if you've experienced abuse in the past, or if that's the case now, of course, you know, we don't ever want, you know, nobody to stay in an abusive relationship. 
but it's saying these are ten, uh, things that could show that there's codependency in the relationship. Yeah. So yeah, you have to be careful for, for that as well. And figure out why you are now feeling like this. Has your spouse done something that makes you feel like I can't say no? Yeah. If you, if your reason for not saying no is no, I ain't gonna say no about that because he he kind of he he kind of intense about that, and you know ain't nobody feel like getting yelled at tonight. If you saying that, then you need to look into some things. Yeah. 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 But if you saying, because this is something I used to do with you until I did say no, when you used to, back in the day, when you was an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. everything. Oh, y'all. Everything. I tried everything. Everything. Hey, welcome to this. You get this package right here. You got everything you need in here. Just uh, $89.99. You send it to me. No, we I mean, send you this box. More than that. Yeah, but I'm trying to be easy on you. You get this box, you got your whole kid in front of you, you put it together, you do this, and you can start making millions right away. Next day, babe, I found this thing. I can do it at the house. That happened probably about three, maybe four times. And then then I had to just show her the stuff that she was buying and showing her the the result. It's it's in the box. And you ain't did nothing with it. It's still here. It ain't happening. And I used to be like, but baby, they ain't even sent me all the directions to do it. They say you could start doing medical transcriptions overnight. And now you got to buy the list of doctors to work for it. Just it was just all kind of foolery, y'all. You got that part. But to start making money, you got to get these other seven parts that right. also cause every time you <clears throat> Yeah. So at one point in time I just said, say, baby, baby. You did. He had to yank baby. my chain, y'all. Slow yourself up. You can order this. I, I just was at home with a lot of kids, y'all, and I wanted to be able to bring some income into the house, so I was trying to... And she wanted to, some adult... If I do something with a job, I'm bringing money in the house, then it's gonna, I'm going to be an adult. And this, But at little did she know, she was already an adult. See, both of us were kids when we had kids. so. But she needed some interaction, which at the time I wasn't giving her. I give her a lot of interaction much as she won't. You want something there? <laughs> <laughs> I can still make a giggle. You see you. him? You see him? I, cannot. I, still I mean, I can't can stand make a giggle. So listen. Sign number four. You feel responsible for their actions. If you find yourself making excuses and feeling guilt or shame for your spouse's actions or lack of actions, when you're talking to your mom or them, or your friend, your homegirl, this is a sign of codependency. You are only resp- responsible for your own actions. No one else's actions are a reflection of you. You done act a whole fool, and now you got to explain, no, your spouse acted a whole fool, and now you got to explain to your mama, your daddy, your cousins, and your girlfriend why he acted like that uh, for his actions or lack of action then. That's that's it's something going on, sis or oh, brother. Hey y'all, we gonna go ahead and go since he already left out and slammed the door. He in the car, but he he done been working a lot. Right, 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 tired. right, 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 right. He, he had a headache, and he's had a headache for like about eight months. 
So he ain't doing good. <laughs> he tired. He got a headache. The Excedra's not working. And then I'm he hungry because he wanted to get something to eat on the way over here. But, you know, he thought he was going to eat him. Any, anyway, y'all, forgive him for he know not what he do. And I, shh, here he come, here he come. You good, baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He ain't mean get my A in the car right now. I'm I'm gonna go though because he tired. Did he say all that? Yeah, he came in and said you need to hurry up oh, and get your A in the car. That's a sign of abuse, and it ain't got to be. Um, he he just he just tired. He just tired. Can the kids stay over here tonight? Okay. All right. I love y'all. Yeah, I'll be fine. Mama, I'm fine. I'm fine. If you got to do all that to make excuses up for him as to why he is behaving or misbehaving or. Lack of behavior or whatever, something is wrong. And where your daddy at? Cause he come in my house. First of all, you ain't fin. Let me shut up. I'm, I feel myself in the browser. Why you rising? Cause we don't deal with them. We don't, uh, we don't but you know, it's talking about it. Get me, <clears throat> me raise, raise me up. But I'm, know. you know, okay. So y'all get the gist of what we're saying. So that's what we're saying. You are only responsible for your own actions. No one else's actions are reflected of you. Sometimes I feel like it is. Dude, I know the perfect example. Uh, you remember? No. <laughs> you are you got. You remember? You remember? I know. You don't remember when you was you got turned, you got lit. When we was at my own house. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I was codependent before. Uh. We was at my own house, <laughs> and this is when Johnny uh. used to drink, y'all. And Johnny. Was that we was at a, a barbecue, a cookout, or something? And Johnny was tilted. He was tilted and he was twisted. And we was in the house talking about something. And for some reason, you got upset. I don't know what triggered you, but Johnny came in that house, y'all, and turned it out. <laughs> he was cussing everybody. What he told everybody. He told oh, you well, you told a few people off, and you told us, "Let's go. It's time to go home, y'all." I felt. I was scared for my life. <laughs> Y'all, I ain't laughing. This is the God on the truth. Oh. We were in the, we were, okay, so we lived in Savannah. So we were about, maybe about 45 minutes away from home. And I'm saying, babe, I don't think you should drive. You want, you want me to drive? No, I got it. I was scared, y'all. I was scared. I was scared to say no. And so I got into that, uh, we was in a Buick, in it? That's the that photo shot down Buick. Buick. And you drove us home and you was drunk. The Lord kept us. The Lord took the wheel. He, have you repented for that? Because you, you. I repented that same night. Listen, y'all, Johnny, I have never seen, I had never, ever seen you act like that ever before. Let me tell y'all something. Don't do drugs and don't drink. Well, he didn't do drugs. Well, at least I don't know that he did. Really? But I was just playing. <laughs> but don't drink until you just are uh, just uh, not coherent. You know, able to to hold yourself <sighs> up because you was you was uh yeah. And so what what did I do? He he you know he didn't mean that y'all. <laughs> As me and the kids got in the car and I prayed all the way to the top, but the well. Lord kept us and we got home. I, I was but, mad, so it, it yeah, canceled you, out the drug. That, right, that's not you, an excuse, but I know some stuff said, and I know a couple of some of your people ain't 
like me then. So they used to say little smart little stuff. Oh, well, I didn't know all that. Yeah. But, but. And then you had a couple of visitors that was there. They were just saying little stuff. And I was trying to hold myself. Right. And between and then, him, the drinking, the drinking yeah. allowed him not to hold it. No, what that, they liquid, say? that liquid what courage gets you a drunk, right. A, 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 drunk, a drunk man speaks a sober mind. Yeah, so I, I every every sober emotion came to my head. Yeah. I was I was shooting it. I mean, he was telling the truth, but, but you know, it yeah. was just a situation. Thank so, I don't know anyway, what you talk about. I, we all cool now, right? Cause right. They, they, Cause at the beginning, they was like, "This joke got all your kid. He about to leave." And I thought about it. Well, you left a couple times, but it's okay, <laughs> Johnny. Johnny, uh, you left a couple uh, times. <laughs> But we made it, y'all. We are here. We are here, y'all. We are here. It will be 30 years next March, y'all. We Lord have made, Jesus. Boy, this, this man Ooh. here put me through some ass. I'm just playing. Y'all, we've been through some stuff, y'all. I'm I put real, her, like, I put real, her through real. some stuff. She she got we, her share of stuff, we, but I put her. Right. We have been through some stuff, y'all, but I thank God. That we are on the other side and we can laugh about this, but that night I wasn't only... laughing, y'all. I would think I in my head I was plotting on how I could kill him and not go to jail. <laughs> I never heard that no, part. I know you did. You talk a lot about I, sea water I and could, salt well, you water. You know I ain't gonna do nothing like that to you. But I'm for real, like that night, you you be in those situations, Johnny. And you be I'm, like, what? what does? What's what's and not that it's funny, but what's it? What's what is really eye-opening now is this stuff that we read and you put a name to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a term for you it. Don't think you, you don't think it... You, right. Applied to you. Yeah. But this right here, that, that part of it, yeah. that applies, y'all. But again, you know... He, he this, tired, y'all. Don't worry about it. Right. Up. Get, get, get in the car! That's a devil. Y'all... And I never told him that, but y'all, as I prayed, I one one line was a prayer, but the other line was, "How can I do it?" Cause you driving home and you are crazy right now. And we got we got but all the, the way home. That that was nothing but Jesus. And then years later, your auntie told me, "Tell me, you scared us because you left here." I felt what you were saying, but I just don't think it was right for you. I, I got an auntie, but. That was a long time ago, and the Lord kept us. Yeah, he it kept never, us. It ain't never happened again. Ever, ever, ever. It never happened again because, you know, wifey, she, she was codependent at that moment. And then when that moment was over, she was not, she was dependent again. Right. Because you was going, I was going to find a way. Could have just said he hit his head on the top. She was going. <laughs> Okay, so now what we're doing is shifting oh. into the healthy interactions. That's what we're going to talk about now. The things you find out right. through the podcast. Right, exactly. So the things that we talked about were some of the things that, that can let you know that, that you are in a codependent relationship. But we already shared some of this stuff as we were talking about the, uh, you know, the, um, the healthy side of it. Remember that it's nice to bounce ideas off of your partner Excuse me. Like I said, we're going through this, but this is stuff that we've already said when we were talking yeah. about the actual things. Of course, I, bu- I bounce stuff off Johnny. He bounces it off of me. We talk about big purchases yeah. um, when we're going to make big purchases and stuff like that or whatever. That's just how we do it. It's, it's not a, it's not codependent, but we do talk about um, 
you know, different things like that or whatever. It says you may be surprised to find that your your partner feels your spouse feels less pressure when they are not constantly asked to weigh in. Um, affirmation. I am confident in my ability to make decisions because we are. Yeah. You're confident in making decisions. I trust you in making decisions as well as you That's trust a big me. Part. Yeah. Yeah, in making decisions. So then, like you said, independence in relationships is necessary. In that aspect, it gives you an opportunity to miss each other and participate in activities that the other may not enjoy. So it says this, the affirmation for this one says, I am free to enjoy time apart from my partner. Again, because our, our schedule is so hectic, because we work outside jobs where we're not together for eight, nine hours you know, a day. Yeah. And then, you know, we come home and we tape the podcast, you know, or we have something going on, maybe sessions with a couple or something like that. The, the, we don't get much downtime. Yeah. And so, cause we still got to sleep, you know, stuff like that. But <clears throat> excuse me, we still try to, that time that we do have together, we cherish that time together or whatever. Um, and so a lot of the stuff, it is us, but Johnny knows that if, you know, if, the guys want to go out or he needs to, which he don't do that a lot either because he be working. So there you have it. But however, I, I, I bothered him a lot when he said, babe, I made plans to go to Atlanta. I know you got some things, you know, in town that, you know, cause you're going to still be at work as well as you got some events this, you know, this uh, coming up week in a couple weeks or whatever. This was a couple weeks ago. And he said, babe, you know, cause I, I'm gonna go and, you know, go see about my boy. Cause he had, um, you know, a surgery as well, but as well as, you know, to, to get, um, the grill and stuff like that. At first I tried to give him a hard time or whatever. I mean, I mean, legit on the low, I'm used to being around him and I'm not used to being here by myself. Um, but I was, you know, like, Oh, he, he about to leave me. <laughs> he done planned it. I got to work and he know I got it. My friend in bed, our friend's event on Saturday, but the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, Lord, you know, I'm a big girl. I don't need no babysitter. Ain't nobody got to come over and spend the night. But I also, what I heard, like, clearly the Holy Spirit told, tell me is that you needed that time. Yeah. Because you had a lot going on at work. And I said, even if you just get that time, those three and a half, four hours to just clear your head. Yeah. To listen to your books or to, you know, worship or just whatever you needed to do. Um then that would be a time for you to be even yeah. have you some alone time with God and stuff like that. So that's that's legit, you know, what I thought about I it. And I said, you know, maybe you just need some time to, to clear his head. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I was like, you know, um, you know, I'm cool with it. Go and eat some things. Try even tried to come up at the end before you were getting ready, right? A couple of days before you were getting ready to go. Well, that's when the car went down. Oh, yeah. But I made other the car, arrangements. The car is not down. Well, it's not down, but he didn't trust me to. Yo, to, I'll put some. I'll get the stuff out there because she keeps saying the car down. And no, the car we we decided that it was doing something, and you didn't trust me to, you know, right. Be driving around on the weekend when you're not in town, right? But I made other arrangements. Yeah, you know, to get what I needed to get done to be where I needed to be because I know that you needed that time. Yeah. Um. So, uh, that's you know that's that's what that is. So. If you're afraid to say no to your partner due to the f- fear of being abused, like we said before, please seek help because that's not acceptable. Um, 
if you are afraid to say no because of a fear of like rejection or out of a fear of lack of love or you're not going to get the love from your spouse, it says you yourself have an intrinsic value and outside validation is not needed. You have to know within yourself that you're enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And can't look to your spouse to be that point of validation all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so the affirmation that they give for that one is, I give myself permission to be my authentic self. Because at the end of the day, my husband used this great analogy about holding, you know, a picture of Denzel Washington up in front of your face. And at some point, your arm going to get tired and it's going to fall down and people going to see the real you. So why try to be somebody else when God made you authentically you? And there's nobody else that can do that better than you can. Yeah. 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 And lastly, it says you are only responsible for your response to the environment around you. If you find yourself feeling guilty or shameful of your partner's behavior, it may be time to seek help. I'm glad that in that moment, the example we used about, you know, Johnny being intoxicated and us driving home. And even though I didn't want to get go, you know, I didn't say no. Um, and I don't think it was because she it was scared. And it, 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 was, it was a Well, new, yeah, it was because, because you, you was had gonna, been drinking. You thought that, I was going to beat you? No, 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 no. Not That's being what I'm scared saying. of you, I'm not you physically harming me because being you, ne- scared. you never did that. Not, I think it was the fact that not you being scared of me, but it, I think it was a situation that you, you have never seen. I, I was a person. I didn't know why you was acting like that. Yeah. Right. Because you had drank before and, you know, gotten intoxicated. But you were always, I always used to tell you this. I used to be like, baby, you are quiet drunk. I would say that to you. I would say, when you drink, you get quiet. And you had, that time was different. Because yeah. you wasn't quiet. Well, like I said, you, it, it was, was a lot stuff, of factors that, It was yeah, some stuff that, that was being that. said and right. all that. And, right. you know. So right. I just I just let's put it on the table. Let's address the elephant. Some people say let's oh, eat the elephant no, he ain't piece by it. piece. I he said let's the elephant over. eat this whole elephant right now. Right now. Put it in your mouth. And I'm going to shove it in your mouth. And I was like, oh, oh. We going to go, y'all. You say he going to get he. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I would, and, well, I've always said this to anybody. You know, you've never, you've never, hollered at me you've never you know what i'm saying yeah even in our even in our tense moments or even when we didn't you know wasn't getting along or just whatever it's never been a point to where you tried to belittle me or you know what i'm saying or holler me or threaten me that you was gonna do something to physically hurt me or just whatever yeah but in that moment it was one i had never seen you act like like that that. you know what i'm saying and two I knew that I know that drinking and driving don't mix. So that was the fear there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like I said, I'm I'm so glad that we're on the other side of it. And in that moment, you go through things or you go through things for years in your marriage, and here we are on the other other side of it. And yeah, we laugh, but that, you know, it's is it really is a serious matter. I wonder um, if the girls remember that. They probably don't. Well, when they listen to this, they're going to say, Daddy, you are crazy. What, yeah. what was you doing? And you know what I put that on? I put that on. I was a I was a better positive dad and a, a 
a great person in their life more than I was a bad person. Absolutely. So I gave Absolutely. him a lot of things to remember the great things about even I wasn't perfect. I wasn't perfect. You were happy. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't yeah. perfect at all. And I'm they still know not perfect. that. And they know that. But they, they love me and I love them girls with everything. I When I went to Atlanta, I stayed with my daughters, Paige and Bridget. And the last time we went, Bridget wasn't home. So Paige was there. We hung out with her, spent some time with her. And this time we was able to spend some, I was able to spend some time with Bridget and she cooked for me on um, Friday night. Saturday night? Friday night. You came back home. Friday night. night. She cooked for me on Friday night. Yeah, so it was it was good, man. It's just good to, you know, go spend time with them. We watched some TV. We talked. Um, it was nice. And then I did have some time to, although I, I think it was some, some parts of that I was working, but I did have some time to do a lot of thinking, which I actually called Jay on the on back home on when I was on my way back home, and we me and him kind of chat for a little bit. But yeah, it's just sometimes you got to reevaluate yourself and be transparent about where you're at in life, and you know that you can't celebrate this one moment for that long. Celebrate it, but it's more for you to do, and that's why I'm at. It's it's more for us to do. We got. More things we got to accomplish. We got more people we got to touch and impact. We got more things that we got to do, more traveling we got to do. There's a lot of other things that we have to do. So it was just a time for me to talk with God and get refocused and refreshed on some some new some new stuff. Some new stuff because you get lost in the day-to-day stuff. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Thank you for letting me go. Thank you for being good with me going, yeah, not letting me absolutely. go. Cause absolutely. Because I made it. I made it. I made it. I was like, hey, 14, um, what's up? She was like, you know I can't go. What you got going? Which I did forget. And she's like, I got time. I said, okay. All right, well. Uh, I'm going to go because I want to bring you back for, for Memorial Day and stuff like that. And I need to go see my boy. So me and spending time with him was real good. See, I wasn't a difficult wife. You wasn't. It was good seeing him, Angie, <clears throat> and the kids. Yeah. So. So at the end of that, that affirmation, uh, is, as far as being responsible for yourself, it says, I release the responsibility of what is not mine. And so many relationships have codependency traits, which we found out tonight that ours did. Yeah. But um, this is saying, you know, seek out help, uh, professional help, if you need to do that. Of course, you know, some of the things that we saw back and that we went through back in the day and now we're just getting a name for it. Yeah. Is what's happening. We didn't we didn't have, you know, a physical we didn't have a physical therapist. We didn't have have a therapist or anybody like that, but you know, like we always say and we'll say forever and until the end of time is that God brought us through all of our stuff. And some of the stuff we still don't know how we got through it. So sure. but he did. It was him. At this at this point in my him. life, at this point in my life now, I just say thank you, God. Yeah. Because I don't want, I don't even want to know how you got me through it. I'm just yeah. glad you did. Yeah. And so we're like I said, we're able to kind of you know joke and laugh about some things that actually made us cry. So. Um. Miss Brittany Carter, she's the LMHC. She is the contributor. Of the information that we just shared. Yeah. And I shared the website earlier. Yeah. 
Um, so, um, but that was that was some 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 good stuff. That's some some good stuff to like I say, and 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 evaluate this stuff that we you know we give y'all we learn like I say new things and new terms of things that we went through years ago, but just you know evaluate your relationship, reevaluate your relationship, and see what's working, what's not working. If you you know see some codependency behavior or some unhealthy behavior, like do what you need to do to try to get that together in your relationship. And if it needs outside professional help, then don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. We, we, we talk a lot about different things y'all like this because we feel that it's important. We talk about the relationship, the marriage relationship, because we, we feel like it's important. Yeah. And these are things that we actually have conversations about that. We feel like is, is, is no reason why any couple should not be talking about these things about their relationship. Yeah. If you, I I always say this, make it plain as possible. If if I got a Ferrari, whatever I don't know the name of one right now, but a Ferrari, and I never see what its potential is, I never find out. Matter of fact, I take it one simpler. This phone, we've had this phone for how long? About a year and a half. Was it Mother's Day? Mother's Day. Two years ago. Yeah, Mother's Two Day, years 2019. ago. 2019. It's the Note 10. Yeah, that works. Gal- Galaxy Note 10. Um, probably still don't know what all this phone do. And the crazy thing is, we've learned different things as the years gone by because of different things have been opened up in our life that we need, and we go see if the phone has that capability, and most of the time it does. But it's crazy how we have something. And we never read up on it, never learn how to use it, never know its full potential, but we use it for just what we need it for. But it's it's been it's been created to do so much more. That's what this relationship marriage thing is. It's been created to do so much more. Yeah. So why don't why don't you explore? That's what it's been explore. Yeah. Stop getting what you need out of it for the moment. And when you feel like it's changing or it can't be used no more, if something is broken, then you go try to find another phone just like it, but look a little different. Just stop. Just stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Figure out what what you have. Figure out what you can do. What your the potential of what you have. Me and my wife work hard, y'all. This is we got friends to tell you we work hard at this on a daily basis. And we work hard not because it's hard to work on. We work hard because that's just how much we want it to work. It's our priority. Yeah. So we want to be one. We want the full potential and the and the prop the the full potential and the results of whatever God has for this. So yeah, we 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 go hard. Yeah, we want to normalize healthy yeah marriages, but more so even you know black marriages. We yeah. all marriages. But healthy black marriages. Yeah. We're not a stereotype. We're not a stereotype. It ain't about what your grandmama and them did. It ain't a general. Generational curses continue only if you allow them to. I I got some generational stuff in my life, in my family, in my blood, my family. Well, guess what? My my parents. Yeah, my parents stopped some of it. We, me and my sister stopped some of it. Me and my wife have stopped it. So as we continue to grow and get healthier and change our percept- perspective, it changes. Yeah. 
so we continue to fight it. And guess what? Even if when our kids, kids get to their place where they get married and they continue to fight it and the percentage go down, it helps the entire bloodline. Yeah. Amen. So I'm going to get on out of here. dollars tonight. Gonna feel all right. No, no, we don't own the rights to that lyric, to that beat, to whatever it is he was singing. And thank you so much for coming. <laughs> this has been Pillow Talk. Moments with the Mobleys. I am Johnny's wife. And he is my husband. We've had an amazing time with y'all tonight. <laughs> but we got to go. See, let me say bye, y'all. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Say it. This is your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I love you. And this is Queen D. And we are Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys, y'all. Y'all have a great, great like. evening. We something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. We not, though. We not an ordinary We're couple. We not. At all. With extraordinary purpose, though. Google us. Google me, baby. Google us. I know you thought it was going to be Rick James' sister. Good night. Night, night. Peace out, y'all. Greetings, salutations, accolades, blessings, and all that. Good night.